to the Disability Channel. I'm your host, Rachel Handler, and I'm joined today by Ryan Haddad. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Hi, Rachel. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I, I said a little bit about Ryan, just a little sneak preview, but um, I would love for you to introduce yourself, Ryan, just a brief visual description um, and where you're joining us from today. <laughs> Hi, I am I. Hi, I'm Ryan J. Haddad. I am a Lebanese American man with sort of coiffed uh, black hair that is graying by the day. Um, I'm wearing round glasses, tortoiseshell glasses, uh, and I'm wearing a maroon paisley shirt with my bed and nightstand behind me. And uh, I'm so happy to be here. I think that that described myself uh, as much as I could. Um, and I am an actor and writer, primarily a playwright, and uh, I'm very excited to talk with Rachel, who is also a, a wonderful multimedia multi-hyphenate. <laughs> you know, I feel like you kind of have to be in this industry nowadays um, yeah. if you want to be working. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, particularly, I think, you know, as disabled people, it's sort of like, you know, the doors are not opening for us as quickly as we would want. There have been people who have been fighting for representation and entertainment for 30 years, 40 years or longer. And um, and we arrived and, and we're, we're thriving and excited, but also it's slow. And so to combat the slow, slowness, you've got to create, create yeah. the opportunities for yourself. That's so true. I'm glad you said that because I keep seeing change and I say, yay, the progress is happening. I'm seeing more disability representation on screen, on, on the stage, but it's still pretty slow and pretty sad because I'll get so excited when I see like more than one character with a disability on a TV show, you know, right. and it's like, right. wait, why am I excited about that? Like, that's great. But like, why are there more, you know? So. Why aren't there more? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. But well, we're yeah. working on it. We're working on it. We are, we are. So Ryan, I would love to hear about um, your time in, well, I know you're in New York now, but you yeah. were just in DC working on your show. Yes. Um, so I would love to hear about that. Yeah. I was doing my play, Hi, Are You Single? at <laughs> Woolly Mammoth Theater Company uh, in Washington, DC. I have been doing it, the play for seven years, starting as my senior capstone in college and undergrad. And I took it around the country to all kinds of different cities in basically festivals and very short, you know, two nights here, three nights there, you know, show was in my duffel bag. And I would say, what couch do you have in your storage? What, you know, do you have a table? And is the chair high <laughs> enough or low enough? So this was its first full production. And and by extension, my my world premiere as a playwright, my first world premiere production as a playwright. So it was a big, big moment. Um, and, oh, my air conditioner just turned on. I hope it's not too loud. Um, You're good. Uh, yeah, okay. I can really hear it. Okay, great. Um, so it was my first full production. And because it wasn't two or three nights, it was two weeks, um, seven performances a week, I was able to just the, the, the number, I mean, I'm not from DC by any means, but my the number of disabled people who came 
who I'd never mm -hmm. met before, who knew me either from TV or the internet or my writing or what have you, who showed up and wanted to meet and talk and felt so represented. Whenever we had a talk back, it was like, there was just this level of thank you. Someone has talked about desire and sexuality and romance and the, the, the loneliness that comes with not always uh, having access to that as a disabled person. Um, and it was really great to sort of meet the disability community in DC. They really came out to support the show. And it wasn't like everybody came on one night. It was this sort of a, a trickle of two and three here and four and five here. And it was, it was um, that's not something you get when you're self-producing and that's not something you get when it's really short. Um, but yeah. the word of mouth sort of spread and I was really, it showed me what a different, the duration of representation matters just as much as the representation itself. Oh yeah, I love the way you said that. And even, I think I remember this right, the legend Judy Human came to see the show. <laughs> well, Judy, <laughs> Judy Human came, yes. I, yeah. Judy Human came as a special guest uh, and she was an utter dream. Uh, and I have to be telling, I have to tell you, I was watching her the whole time and her, she was sort of, you know, very neutral expression mm. and it starts as a comedy and then it's not so much a comedy, but it starts as a comedy as all my work does. And I thought, oh my God, Judy Human hates it. Judy Human, my career's over. Judy Human hates me, hates the show. <laughs> and then afterwards, the first thing she said was, you were magnificent. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And then we chatted for 30 minutes and yeah. she took pictures and she, I, so you, you, you can't, uh, if you can't judge somebody by whether or not they're laughing at your jokes outwardly. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> or you That's can't so judge, a, judge an audience response that way. That's so true. Cause honestly, as theater artists, we want that immediate connection. We want that, um, verbal response from our audience members and sometimes you just don't get that but they are so with you if i've learned anything from understudying in this show where i watch it a few times a week i have learned that when the performance is, when the performers are just on their a game and things are flying and i am cracking up and tearing up and just with them some of those days the audience is completely silent giving yeah. them nothing yes. and they are just doing incredible work but then after the show, the audience is like, wow, I was so moved, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I know we all want that like verbal or even like physical response sometimes, but sometimes we don't get it, but they are there with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're interviewing me, but can I just ask you what it is like understudying at this precarious COVID filled time? It's great. It's a little anxiety inducing. Like every day I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to go on? Yeah. <laughs> and I have only had to go on once so far. I found out at about noon and the show was at seven. Um, and at that point I had only had one rehearsal as oh that character. Goodness. So I was like, ah, we're doing this. But it was so fun. Um, and you know, the team like has been really great because I have a disability. No one else in the cast has a physical disability. I don't think, um, yeah. maybe one other person, but, 
I, um, the director and the assistant director had been really great about like, oh, um, if kneeling is uncomfortable for you there, it's totally fine for you to sit. And we, mm. I talked to the costumer and I'm wearing flats instead of heels. So um, they've been really lovely and um, very respectful of any accommodations I may need. So that's wonderful. Um, yeah. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have to cut for a break, but when we come back, we will be talking more about accessibility and the politician mm -hmm. and life in general. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm. 